At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On on Easter Monday. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Yeah, it's called Easter Monday, Amal. The Monday following Easter. Well, you know, since we're such a political show, make sure we remember the rest of our friends that may not be celebrating Easter. We're not political, we're religious. Now, (laughs) we're going to talk some NBA playoffs. we got three games tonight. We had four games Saturday and Easter Sunday. Uh, Things heating up in the NHL. We'll hit that at the end of the show with the different races. We'll have Jeff Erickson on, co-founder of Rotowire, talk some baseball in about 30 minutes. But first, let's get to the NBA action. I want to start just with your reaction to the game in Boston yesterday. Terrific game. Boston built a big lead in the third quarter. Nets came back, looked like they were going to steal game one. Boston wins it at the buzzer. Your reaction to the comeback and also Kyrie Irving's behavior. Uh, yeah, Kyrie. I'll tell you, first of all, I feel like every playoff game should be played in Boston. Mm. There's just an atmosphere there that's electric compared to so many other arenas in the NBA. Uh, tremendous finish. I, I thought um, Marcus Smart made one of the better plays I've seen in a while to not force a shot and catch a uh, cutting Jason Tatum. Impressive job by him there. Uh, Really a great finish. Great composure by the Celtics team. Mike, how many times do we see, particularly in college basketball, a team in a late clock situation, somebody just comes down and hoist a 30-footer? It's really unbelievable. But give them a ton of credit. They really fought back. They were struggling. Um, I I thought this is going to be a great series, and it was the best game of the weekend without question, not even close. Majority of these games were all blowouts, but I was really impressed with both teams. I thought Boston needed to win that game more than Brooklyn did. I think in Brooklyn's case, like, listen, we got Kyrie, we got KD, we know what we can do. Boston believes it, but can they execute it on the floor when it matters most? And your follow-up question in terms of Kyrie, you know, he's going to get fined, which is fine. I get it from the NBA standpoint, but you can't allow the vitriol of the fans to really disturb you that much to where it's going to cost you financially. But the other thing that the league needs to do is you got to stop these people. You don't have a right to sit there and say whatever you want to somebody just because you pay for a ticket. I think there's a fine line, and I think common sense would generally tell you where that line is. But too many fans tend to cross it. And what they don't realize is at the end of the day, it's a sport, and it's amazing people are still stupid enough to pay several thousand dollars to go sit and watch this crap. Let's go back 30 or 40 years. And, And let's talk about when we were kids growing up watching the NBA and it's Bird, it's Magic, it's Dr. J, it's Jordan. I don't remember incidents of them cursing out or giving the finger to the fans. 
Is it a different athlete or were fans different there? I, I think it's a combination of both. Mm -hmm. I think the fact that, um, remember, a lot of things, here's the thing, and I think one of the great points in defending LeBron James is this, that any misstep is always put on social media immediately. I only watched yesterday. I, I literally turned on. I, I saw the score at the end of the third quarter. I said, plus eight and a half, down 11. I said, I'll take it. Yeah, that, that's it. I didn't even watch the game. And then it was close with three minutes to go. I said, okay, let me turn this thing on. I watched the end of the game. It was a great finish. But it seems like players are under a lot more scrutiny. Combination of the amount of money they make. There's a lot of jealousy out there in terms of them making so much money. But on top of it, I think because fans pay so much money, they think they're allowed to do whatever they want. They feel like they have carte blanche and you can't do that. Um, but I think the biggest thing is the league really needs to address this and start sending a message like they've done it in certain places. You can't have people saying the type of things. Remember the heckler in Washington? Guy used to sit courtside and heckle the, team, the other teams. Charles Barkley made a great point about him one time because he never used profanity. He never was disrespectful. He would say stuff like, Jordan, you wish you could guard Mike Palm. You can't guard Mike Palm. You know, he would get at you that way, but in a, in a graceful manner. And I think that art has been lost a lot by fans. Mike North brought that up on Follow the Money with Paulie and Matt Humans this morning about that guy in Washington uh, constantly ridiculing the players. But he said, you know, Jordan Pipper would just go shut him up with their performance on the court. Yeah. All right, let's get back to the hardwood tonight. A triple header. It starts on TNT, 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 local time from the Lacovia Center in Philadelphia. Raptors at 76ers. I'm all I worried about this one. Everybody was on the Raptors for the series. I know it's just one game, but the 76ers were absolutely dominant in game number one, winning by 20, 131 to 111. We come back tonight, 76ers favored by 7.5. Total them all, 215.5. Yeah, you got to look at the injuries now, mm -hmm. right? Critical factor here. And give Philadelphia credit, really dismantling this team at the second half. Uh, by the way, how about that second half total at 105? They scored 75 points in the third, third. quarter. Yeah, <laughs> really, yeah, that one got there pretty quickly. It's hard to bet an under 105. Look, Dallas and um, Utah second half, I think, was 109. I'm sorry, not 109. Somewhere in that range. I can't remember. But uh, I think Toronto's now in serious trouble with the injuries. I, I think that plays a huge role. But give Philly credit. They played well. By the way, I don't think Tyrese Maxey has ever played this well in an empty gym with nobody guarding him. Series price now adjusted them all. Remember, it was $1.80, $1.90, dollars You said you found the Raptors at plus 165 before game one. Now, 76ers minus 475. Raptors plus 340, quite an adjustment. But maybe you take a look at it if you think the 76ers now have the upper hand, minus a game and a half, minus $2. Uh, I, I think so. Um, it's going to be tough, it looks like, for this uh, Toronto team. You know, Nick Nurse complained after the game saying, well, you know, if we don't get any of these calls where Embiid is throwing elbows left and right, the series can be over in about four games. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see the adjustments that are made here. I do think, and, you know, I always point back to the, I think it was the 2012 NBA Finals, I'm sorry, Conference Finals, uh, between Oklahoma City and San Antonio. Mm. The Spurs win the first two games down in San Antonio by about 15 points on average. And then four in a row That's by it. Oklahoma mm -hmm. City. So I don't necessarily think you can sit there and say this series is over, but it feels like if you're Philly, you're in a really good spot right now. All right. You, you mentioned Jazz Mavericks. I don't know how you make the totals low enough on these games. I mean, I, I watched a lot of that game on uh, on Saturday afternoon, and the Mavericks made a little push there in the fourth quarter to get back in the game. But obviously, Mitch... Uh, Missing uh, Doncic. Jazz here in game two, a five-point favorite. Total 205 and a half. I think they had 94 points in the first half of that game in Dallas on Saturday. Oh, 88. Okay, 45-43, right? Yeah. And then comes back, uh, the final was 99-93. You see the total adjusted down to 205 and a half. Is that enough? Uh, I think that number's right. I, I think when you start getting below this number, you know, it's hard because, Mike, the, Dallas relies so much on three-point shooting. The way these games could potentially play out with free throws and fouls, it changes the dynamic very quickly. So just something to pay attention to. You know, this game on the in-game total, I saw as low as 186.5 on Saturday. Um, I don't know if we're going to get to that type of mark here, but they both got off to a slow start in that game in the first half. Second half really picked up the pace in that fourth quarter especially. Jazz were 330 before the series started after game one, now up to $7. Get back $5 on the Mavericks. You've got to lay two and a half games on the Jazz. Uh, at minus 145 in the spread, Jazz to sweep is plus 180. Jazz in five plus 320. Jazz in six plus three dollars. Yeah, I think this is going to be the Jazz in uh, a 4-0 or 4-1. You know, right now you look at a plus mm -hmm. 180 or plus 320, um, and the argument can be made: Do you want to bet 200 dollars to win 80 dollars? That's probably one argument against it. But 
you know, Mike, to me, it just doesn't feel like a scenario where Dallas is going to be able to win a couple of games. You lose potentially both games at home without Luka. Now, you'll play better with him in the lineup if he's back for game number three in Salt Lake City. But can they overcome that steep climb of being down 2-0, losing the first two games at home? We saw the Clippers do it. I don't know if this Dallas team is quite as well equipped to be able to do that. Do you think this series is over? Yeah, I do. I think Utah is the better team. You know, no Hardaway Jr. as well for this Dallas team. Injuries at the most inopportune time. They're just not proficient enough offensively to contain Utah right now. That game in Dallas tips at 5.30 Pacific, 7.30 local time on NBA TV. And then the second half of the TNT doubleheader and the nightcap on the NBA playoff tripleheader. Nuggets at Warriors for game two. Warriors 123-107 game one. How about Jordan Poole? 30 points. If you're Steve Kerr, do you come back now to Curry or do you let Poole continue to play? You know, I would let Poole play. And the reason is, first of all, Try to reduce the amount of minutes you need out of Steph. Because I can tell you right now, there's a big bad team out in the Southwest waiting for you. And they, they're going to be tough. And to me, if you are the Golden State Warriors, and if you can get a guy like Poole to have that level of confidence, I'm not going to suggest or imply Steph Curry. But if you have an additional score, an additional threat out there, it makes a lot of difference in terms of how much pressure it puts on the opponent in the defense. Say, Mike, I got smoked in this game Saturday with Denver. There was never a chance here. Um, give Golden State a ton of credit. Really dominated this basketball game. Really looked good. And the one thing I want to see more of is when they use that smaller lineup, uh, Clay, Steph, Poole, uh, Wiggins, and Draymond Green. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this team plays. Uh, number comes back about the same seven with a total of 222 Amal. Series spread now. Warriors minus a game and a half, minus 185. Or just to win the series, minus $5, get back 370 on the Nuggets. Yeah, I, I don't know about this one in terms of series, no, the number of games. Um, it does feel like the Warriors minus one and a half, but the price is too high for me at minus 185. But again, you got to win three games if you're Denver, right? So that's actually not a bad play. Yeah, you, you have to end it in five, five if yeah. you're the Warriors. You have to, uh, in six, I'm sorry, sorry if you're yeah. the Warriors. You, no game seven, minus 185. Yeah, I feel like that's probably going to happen. I, I think they get the second game. I think Denver will be more competitive. By, by the way, I hate to kind of gloss over the entire postseason. I can't wait till Denver is healthy with Porter, Murray, and the Joker. This team could have a legitimate big-time threat to win. Yeah. I look at Phoenix, and, and, and they won game one. They didn't cover. But I almost feel like they get a bye into the, in the, West, into the West Finals, don't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I don't, I don't know. I'm not well, going to go that far. sub-500 Pelicans team, and then you're going to get a very flawed Utah team, it looks like, in the second round. You're right that Utah's flawed, and I think it's fair to sit there and say, okay, Suns in six, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Phoenix could uh, have a tough series against the Utah Jazz. They're still very capable. Um, by the way, real quick, are you, are you in the Donovan Mitchell camp of, like, where do you see him? I, I think he's a good player. I don't, I don't think, think he's, he's a top-tier star. No, he's that's not exactly, one of the league superstars. I agree with that for sure. He's not. To me, he's not a going to be an all-star for 15 seasons. I agree. Yeah, that's just my opinion. No, He's I, a solid player. That's exactly the same assessment I have on him. Yeah. The NFL draft is right here in Las Vegas, and we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans. Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM, will give his draft analysis. VEASAN host Mike Pritchard, who was a first-round pick, and Sean King, who was a Super Bowl champion, will give you insight you can bet on. Also, legendary sports broadcaster and voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, Brent Musburger, will give his draft best bets in our NFL Draft betting guide. Sign up today to get full access to VEASAN through the NFL Draft for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash spring. We'll talk some draft up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try the Zen Nicotine Pouch for 10 days or get your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's zyn.com slash 10. Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Patriot Day in Boston, so we had the early start with the Red Sox and the Twins. Richie over the hill against Dylan King Kong Bundy. Listen, Dylan Bundy pitched great against the Mariners, five shutout innings, and today... Only gave up one run in six. I believe it's uh, eight, two twins in the eighth inning. Well, I think baseball is a sport probably outside of hockey of the big four where if you don't pitch in a big market, people sometimes don't realize how effective you can be. Think about when he was in Baltimore. The only time anybody paid attention to him was when he faced off against the Red Sox or against the Yankees. And now in Minnesota, you know, you see him on Patriots Day. You'll probably hear from him sometime in 2023. (laughs) Uh, In 15 minutes, we'll have Jeff Erickson, co-founder of Rotowire on. We'll talk some Major League Baseball, his early thoughts on the season, plus some of today's matchups. Amal, before we get to the uh, NFL draft, I want to talk about the conference and future landscapes after watching the, the first games of each of these series. And let's start in the East. You said you like the Bucks to repeat as champion. Right now, odds to win the Eastern Conference vary. Uh, you can get, and let's just talk best price scenario, right? Sure. Best price scenario on the Bucks right now is at DraftKings. You can still get them at plus 210 to win the East. You know, I think this team is very dangerous simply because of the experience. I think there are teams that when you get that, you know, so-called monkey off your back, it makes it a lot easier. Um, Boston, to me, needs help. Williams to be healthy. Look, I don't even know if they're getting through this series yet. They won the first game, which is great. Still got to win three more. I, I think Brooklyn's going to come out and play very effectively in game number two. Uh, Miami's the team that continues to fly under the radar. We don't talk about them. I, at least I know I'm guilty of this. I think Miami's a team that can be very dangerous, but for some reason, I have just not bought into this Heat team. Um, Brooklyn, again, we mentioned, but Philadelphia, what about them? Can they get through the second round? Can they get to the conference finals? How about this price at Boyd on the Nets, though? The Nets had been the second choice all along behind Milwaukee through the year. They dropped game one at the buzzer in Boston. You can get them now to win the East at Boyd at 8-1. to one. I think it's a great bet uh-huh. because I think they got a great shot in game number two. I think they're going to come back there. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, just watching the last couple minutes of that game. 
There's nobody in the world that can stay in front of Kyrie Irving. You can say whatever you want about him off the floor, but the bottom line is this guy's dribble penetration and ability to finish at the rim is is unlike anybody I've ever seen. Best price on Celtics, plus 360 at Boyd. On Heat, plus 405 here at Circa. 76ers, plus $7 at BetMGM. And the Raptors, 55-1 to 1 here at Circa. All right, let's go out to the West where the Suns are now odds-on choices to win the Western Conference and make it to the NBA Finals. Cheapest price you can find on Phoenix, minus 115 at DraftKings. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. I don't think you can completely discount Golden State. I do tend to think it's a two-horse race in the West between Phoenix and Golden State. I told you this before. I didn't believe in, in Memphis. Um, they're going to have a tough series there. I kept waiting for them to make a big run into the Timberwolves, and it never really happened. I went back and looked. Minnesota led by a, a high watermark for them was 13. Mm-hmm. For Memphis, it was two points. Um, really a great performance shooting the basketball from Minnesota. I think you're going to get a very, just a concerted effort on the defensive end. If you are Memphis in game number two, you have to stop the defensive effort because Minnesota was so effective from beyond the perimeter. Minnesota, that high watermark was, uh, it might have been several times, but in the first late first quarter, they led by 13. I was watching the in-game number. I hadn't made a bet on it, the series or the game. But they were still plus 140 up by 13. I, it, it was unbelievable. Well, remember, the original line was so high, and the NBA, yeah. you expect teams to make a run. So, you know, Memphis made a push. It was a tight game. It wasn't like Minnesota was winning the entire game by 10, 12 points. But it's just disappointing if you're Memphis on that Saturday. You want to get that first win, kind of set a tone for the series, your home fans. Now they'll come back in game two, and we'll see what happens. Best price on the Warriors, to your point, plus 320. All right, um, NBA championship odds. Best price on the Suns, plus 222 here at Circa. Best price on the Bucks, plus 475 at DraftKings for the two teams that uh, you've identified. Yeah, um, I think they think that the Suns have an easier path, which I would mm-hmm. agree with. Um, you know, give Chicago credit yesterday. They could have laid down. They made that game competitive in the third quarter. Uh, and then we see Milwaukee pull away late. You know, uh, Britton, if you can go back to the Western Conference odds real quick. Um, not necessarily the best play, but if you want to take kind of a safety bet on the uh, Warriors, I mean, take the Suns, bet the Warriors as well. Mike, I really believe these are the two teams that have the chance to come out of the West. I don't think it's going to be Memphis. I don't think it's going to be Utah. So if you look at it from that perspective, you bet it where you break even with the Suns, and if the Warriors win, you make a profit if you don't want to just take a solo team there. You can make a profit both ways. Yeah, you could bet the you Warriors. Could you could bet the Warriors yeah. to win 250 and the Suns to win 100. Right, exactly. Because yeah, right. you get the 320 back, and that would cover. Absolutely, that would cover the uh, 275-ish, 280. Okay, let's go to the NFL draft now. Coming up uh, next Thursday night from right here in Las Vegas, the Fountains at the Bellagio. Aiden Hutchinson, who you said was a no-show against the University of Georgia in the national semifinal, still you're a favorite to be the first draft pick at minus two dollars. Trayvon Walker. Closing the gap a little bit, plus $2, and then it's double digits to Iquan O'Neal, Thibodeau, or Willis. Yeah, I know this is not as much on the betting mm-hmm. side, but I don't understand this affinity with Aiden Hutchison. Okay, he's a very good player. He had a great year, but I went back through his numbers and looked at his career, okay? Three sacks versus Ohio State, three versus Penn State, two and a half versus Wisconsin. Very impressive against their best uh, opposition. Eight and a half sacks in that stretch. The rest of his career had nine sacks in 33 games. He only played in two games out of the six for Michigan in 2020. Where the hell was he in 2018 and 2019? Some of the comparisons I hear are Chase Young, uh, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, and some of these other guys along the way. To me, when you look at Kayvon Thibodeau, since the day he arrived in Eugene, he's had an impact. I get he's been injured, and maybe some people question his tenacity, whether he loves the game or not. But I'm going to tell you, when it's time to strap it up, that guy comes to play. You know, go back and watch any, ask any UCLA Bruin fan. He was the difference in that final drive of the game when he got on the field with an injury. Just absolutely wrecked the UCLA offensive line, getting pressure on the quarterback. To me, if you're Aiden Hutchison, if you're a difference maker, you know, I get Chase Young didn't have any sacks against Clemson, but every time Trevor Lawrence looked, Chase Young was the one picking him off the turf because he was getting there. Might have been a step late, and they designed the plays to get the ball out quickly. I don't understand this guy being a minus $2 favorite. Maybe maybe the intel tells the, you know, the people that uh, disseminate the information on that that he's going to be the first pick. But I'm with you. Take an offensive lineman. P- protect Trevor Lawrence. Why would you take a guy? To me, if you're taking the first overall pick, you got to think in your mind, this guy, A, is going to help us win a championship, and B, at some point in time, the owner's going to have to go to Canton for his induction ceremony. All right, let's, now let's go to the second pick. And, and from this perspective, let's assume, let's look at it, they take, the Jags take Aiden or they don't. Yeah. Let's assume they take him. Okay. Now, who do you go to if you're the Lions? Hutchinson's 
Still the favorite to be the second choice as well <laughs> at plus 210. Guy's Trayvon amazing. Walker, plus 270. Thibodeau is 3-1. to one. Ahmad Gardner, plus 350. Malik Willis, 5-1. to one. Kyle Hamilton, 12-1. to one. If they take Hutchinson and he's not available to the Lions, who do you think they're taking? I would go with, look, I don't think they'll do this, but I would take Kayvon Thibodeau. To me, they got the left tackle they needed with Panay Sewell. They have Taylor Decker there on the other side. There's been movement to this market. This was as high as 10 to 1 last week. Thibodeau is the second pick down to 3 to 1. Well, look, I think when you look at the NFL, there are three uh, positions you want to address. Quarterback, offensive line, and defensive line. I think Sauce Gardner is an unbelievable player, but I don't need a guy to cover for five seconds. I need somebody that can make the, the quarterback have to throw the ball in three seconds. And that's what I think Kayvon Thibodeau can do for you. I don't think you draft a quarterback because they're not a quarterback worthy of being uh, taken number two overall. If I were Detroit, if I could get somebody to move up and take my spot, I would love to trade back and get an additional pick or two because they're still in a rebuild mode. All right, let's now take the other situation. Let's say that the Jags decide to take Trayvon Walker to protect the, their quarterback. Yeah. Do you have to take Hutchinson if you're the Lions, this University of Michigan guy? You have to, 100%. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. To me... Hutchison does not fall behind number two simply because he's going to help you sell tickets. I mean, you know, when was the last time anyone won anything in Detroit? When the Red Wings were winning with the, the Russian red line? <laughs> the Russian five. Yeah. Uh, here's over under draft uh, position. Thibodeau over under five and a half is a pick of minus 115. Do you like Thibodeau under five and a half to go in the first five picks? You know, I don't know. I, I think with this draft, it's been so wide open. It, it was funny. Somebody messaged me to, uh, on Twitter. And they asked me, hey, do you like this better, that one on, on the NFL draft? I said I made only one play. Over five and a half wide receivers taken in the first round. I think so much of this is speculation right now because, you know, somebody asked me, should I take Garrett Wilson as the first receiver taken? I said no because if the Jets decide to trade out of that pick and go get a receiver potentially in a trade, they may not take a Garrett Wilson. They may go elsewhere. And so if it's another team like Drake London – I just don't feel like a lot of the bets in this draft, Mike, are as clear-cut as we've seen in years past. Akeem Ikwano is the favorite to be the third pick. Which on with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Check out VSN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24/7 stream of VSN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats. From sportsbooks in Vegas and across the country. Download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with them all. Sean, it's our pleasure to have joined us at this time. Jeff Erickson, co-founder of RotoWire. Jeff, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing really well. Uh, happy to be talking baseball. Uh, watching the Red Sox uh, debacle of a game today. But <laughs> other than that, just... Uh, Enjoying some baseball. Well, what do, you, what do you expect if you're going to throw Richie Hill out there every five days? Jeff, you attended uh, the Dodgers and Reds game on Saturday night at Chavez Ravine. Any impressions being there firsthand? Yeah, uh, so I went to go see Hunter Green. I'm a Reds fan, one of three on the West Coast. Uh, but it was fun to watch him. Uh, 39 pitches over 100 miles an hour, an easy 100, 101, too. It doesn't look like he's efforting at all. And then uh, throwing an 87-mile change off of that, pretty cool. Uh, the Reds lineup, though, is just terrible, too. Uh, they've lost six in a row in that stretch. They have not had a lead in 54 consecutive innings, and they're just not scoring any runs right now. That's a great say. I want to stay a little bit on this Dodger theme for a second here. Uh, Jeff, when you look at this Dodgers offense, it, I don't know if there's a team in baseball that can really put a run together in a singular inning more than L.A. My concern with them, though, is I'm looking over the weekend. They scored four in a uh, singular run on uh, Saturday, I think it was, and then seven yesterday. Is this team kind of too much feast or famine? And it's hard to kind of shut them down for potentially 27 outs, but it just seems like it, it's either all in one inning or nothing for them. You know, I heard that uh, same concept being talked about by Charlie Steiner on the broadcast yesterday a little bit uh, from the Dodgers, and I don't think that's a like a purposeful thing for the Dodgers. Sure. I don't think that they're necessarily built that way. I mean, Trey Turner is not a guy that's necessarily boom or bust. He's often a table setter. Uh, same thing, I think, with you know with Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts hasn't gotten going yet. Just think about that when you look at what the Dodgers are doing. Uh, they'll get these guys going at various points. You look at the difference between Cody Bellinger week one versus Cody Bellinger week two is just one example there. If they get him on a, something on a regular there, that's going to be pretty awesome to behold. Uh, you know, I, I think that's baseball, too, to this day. It's harder to get to string together little hits and rallies, in part, in part because pitching is so good. 
in part because defense has changed. You know, teams aggressively shifting. You don't get the value of the single. You know, the singles don't happen as often. The doubles don't happen as awesome as often. Teams are better at positioning their players. You know, so you need to go with walks and home runs. It's evolved this way for a reason. Jeff, uh, I want to talk about this matchup today at City Field. Alex Cobb against uh, Tyler Magill. We see a first six and a half total of the season. Is Tyler Magill as good as we've seen in his first two starts? You know, he added velocity this offseason. You know, he's, he's throwing 99 now, which is really exciting because he already was a guy that could miss some bats. Now he's kind of carrying the uh, gopheritis, at least so far. Now he's got a tougher matchup today in the Giants. Giants can, uh, you know, they can string hits together. Uh, and they tend to optimize very well with platoons. But there's two McGills I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm looking forward to seeing Tyler McGill and Jimmy McGill from Better Better Call Saul tonight with the uh, season premiere <laughs> of that. But uh, I, I'm excited about this game. This is a really fun matchup. Uh, Cobb, you know, he looked good in his first start. This is two really strong teams and off to great starts. So we're really hoping the weather holds up on this one here. Uh, we've already seen two games canceled already today, unfortunately. So uh, hopefully this one holds up. Jeff, you mentioned this Giants team. I got to tell you, I, I know it's early, but I was completely wrong on them. I told a buddy of mine who's a big Dodger fan, they're not going to do particularly well this year. I thought it was an aberration last year how well they performed. But last five games, they've outscored their opponents, I think, what, 31 to 7? I mean, is yeah. it a combination the pitching is this good, or do they play some inferior bats? And is this offense going to be able to sustain itself? Because that was my big knock, was I didn't know if they'd be able to get the timely hits that they got last year. Yeah, and, you know, I think we all expected a regression. And, uh, my, my friend and uh, colleague, Scott Pianowski from Yahoo, always says regress to what? Uh, and, yeah, they're not going to win 107 games, but maybe they'll win 100. You know, they, they, they are a good team. And I think that they, they're, it's a smart front office and a smart manager working together to try to optimize as best they can. You know, they platoon more than most teams. They try to find ways to get these better matchups. And they're without a couple of important kicks right now. Uh, you know, they don't have uh, Evan Longoria. Uh, they, they don't have uh, uh, Tommy Lastella. Those are two important uh, little parts of that rot- uh, that batting rotation for them. Uh, I think the pitching is that good. Uh, the hitting is the part that's always surprising to me is, you know, getting to get the mileage that they have been out of those bats. Talking with Jeff Erickson, co-founder of Rotowire. Jeff, I have a good friend who's a professional sports better who tried to give me some advice in the offseason. It says, stop betting on this Aaron Nola. He's the most overrated pitcher in baseball. I laid off him the first start, but I tried a first five under in Miami with him, and that blew up in my face. He's on the mound tonight for the Phillies at Coors. Rockies off to a good start, 6-3. and three. Chad Cool, former Pirate, opposes him. Nola, a big favorite again tonight on the road. Yeah, I, I don't feel that comfortable touching that either, I, and especially because the Rockies have already been at home. It's not like they're readjusting, whereas the Phillies might, might still be adjusting to the sight lines, to the, uh, the, cur- the curvature uh, you know, of, the, of the pitches not being as steep. I'd stay away from Nola too on this one there, um, and you know, notice you got the the eleven there uh, yeah, the, for the total. That's that's old school course field right there. That's what we like to see uh, just from a fun fantasy standpoint. Speaking of course field, you know, Jeff, before we came on the air, you mentioned to Mike and I that the number of home runs are down compared to 2019. In your estimation, what do you think the biggest issue has been in terms of the launch of the long ball from an offensive perspective? I think there's a lot of factors here. I think the weather's been pretty cold in a lot of places. Um, I think that the humidor in all 30 stadiums is a factor that we don't really know what's going to happen there. And I think we always have to ask ourselves the question now, after what's happened the last three or four years, what's, what's going on with the ball? What ball are we using? Last year, there were two baseballs that were being used, two different types, uh, basically. One was springier than the other. And finally, we got there's a crackdown and grip enhancement. There's the shorter spring training. There's all these reasons, and it's hard to isolate one, but... Um, it's a it's a pretty demonstrable trend. Uh, it, it's way below last year. Batting average is way down. Uh, it, it's it's not fun to watch. I mean, you look at the Yankees so far this year, and they haven't been able to get on track, even in Baltimore. Jeff, the win total for the A's went from seventy two down to I saw sixty six and a half. A lot of us have under at some point on that scale, sixty eight and a half, sixty eight, sixty seven and a half. They spend their first 10 games on the road, including in Tampa Bay and Toronto. Come back home for the opener tonight, 5-5, five and five, and have Frankie Montas on the mound. The Orioles, our friend Josh Towers, former Major League pitcher, says bet against teams after they play the Orioles because no one has less talent or has managed more poorly. Montas is a big favorite tonight, almost $2. Do you lay it here? I probably do. Um, I, I, I think the A's, you play the long game with the, as far as, the A's as far as their win total goes. 
I think that, you know, the other shoe might drop. Montas still might get dealt. I know the White Sox were talking about trying to get him earlier with all their starting pitching injuries. But for tonight, sure. Uh, I think the O's, I mean, their offense is really awful. Uh, and I think that that's something you want, kind of want to get behind a little bit. Uh, it's going to be kind of, I'm, I'm really interested to see how few fans show up. This is the A's home <laughs> opener. And this is a ownership group and management group that is not just torn apart this team, but has been like almost outright taunting the fan base, ta- complaining about how they need the new stadium. Uh, David Cavall is always tweeting out like, well, we can do, we can build this team if we get a new stadium and, you know, you know, bidding on, you know, t- looking at Las Vegas as a place to build and trying to you know, look at the, you know, some where to build a ballpark there already. I, I think that, and, and raising ticket prices all at the same time. I think you're going to see a really low attendance. This is going to be the lowest home, I think the least amount of home field advantage of any team in baseball, though. I would agree with that completely. And I'll tell you one thing. I hope the people of Alameda County don't get bamboozled by the Oakland A's because if they build a new stadium, instead of having 12,000 people at a game, they might go to 14 after the first game. And I don't think they're going to spend the money. This team has shown over the years, you get good players. You know, Chapman and Olsen, those are cornerstone type of guys. The only guy that I can think of over the last couple of decades that they retained was Eric Chavez, right? Like, who else do they retain there, Jeff? Yeah, it's been a constant churn and two different ownership groups doing that. But, uh, you know, it, it's really bad. Uh, Tejada, I think they kept for a while. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 they've had so many ugly situations, though. And, I, I mean, I, I understand a little bit, but they're not it's, – it's the Bay Area. It's not like they're in Pittsburgh. You know, you know they, they still have access to the San Francisco market. They just aren't have a physical footprint in San Francisco proper, but they get a pull from a pretty wide, wide, wide-ranging population. I, it, it's really a sad situation. Minute to go, Jeff. One last one for you. Reds, since you just saw Saturday night go down the coast to play the Padres. Sean Manaya, the most innings pitched for anybody's first two starts, 13. He's looked good. Nick Lodolo, number 41 overall prospect. Making his second start for the Reds tonight. Manaya, dollar uh, eighty favorite, total seven and a half. Yeah, uh, I, I like taking the. The reason I don't want to advise the under is the Reds bullpen might allow all the tack on runs. They seem to be doing that. You notice that happened a little bit in the Dodger series. Uh, but I like Lodolo. Uh, I like his, his skills. So maybe if there's a you know I, I maybe go under on the first five is the way I'd, I'd approach that. First five, under four, minus 115. All right, thanks for your time again, Jeff. We'll talk to you soon. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Great insight. And I love the point he made about the baseball and the lack of runs being scored here. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. You're a big first five guy. I, I think this is a game you potentially look at the first five with a four spot. I don't know enough about Lodolo here. I might put the Padres in something. I was going to play Bieber tonight. That game is one of the two rained out that yeah. we talked about, as well as uh, the Nats uh, hosting the D-backs. All right, when we come back, we'll have them all in the Palm Reader Playbook and take a look at the hockey races. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It's on with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSEN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers has the bases covered when it comes to early week betting fun. Today, make your perfect combination and try your hand at the new baseball same game parlays. Then tomorrow, log into Bet Rivers and get a 20% profit boost to use on any baseball game. Log on to the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com and get your baseball bets in. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Amal, real quickly off the top, TC Poss, very dominant his last three matches, not dropping a set at Monte Carlo to win that tournament. He's probably the fourth best clay court player in the world. Uh, you know, maybe actually you can even argue third. Rafa went healthy, obviously. Novak and then Sitsipas or Car- uh, Carlos Alcaraz. Alcaraz can be a real threat. And at this point in time, nobody else really seems to emerge on the clay courts. Ooh, consistent. You know, actually, I forgot. Dominic Team hasn't played in a while. Had wrist surgery. Let me amend that statement. When Team is healthy, Team is probably in the top three. He can mix and match with those guys on clay. Well, let's not say clay. But overall, we've always kind of, who's the fourth, right? You have the big three. Yeah. Who's the fourth best player in the world? Is CeCe Poss in that conversation? Well, no. Um, <clears throat> first of all, I'm taking Roger out of there because Roger's uh, almost. All right, so two, big two now. Big two. One and a half, maybe. One and a half on the way yeah, out. Yeah, Rafa. But I'll tell you what, nobody's as relentless and plays as hard as Rafa in any sport. Um, Rafa or Joker, obviously. Daniil Medvedev. Mm-hmm. And then I would put Zverev. Uh, even though Zverev has not won a major, he won the gold medal in uh, the Olympics this past summer. He, he is extremely talented. I think his temperament is the problem. In that semifinal match mm-hmm. with Z and Tsitsipas, yeah. you know, Z wears those cutoffs and he's built and all that. <laughs> yeah. But he, he looked like small and feeble to me against Tsitsipas in that match. He is a mental midget. <laughs> my, my favorite is when, when things start to go awry. You can count on some double faults coming, yeah. one right into the net in a crucial situation. He, he just doesn't get it done. Tsitsipas has got to overcome the fact that he blew that two-set lead against the Joker in the French Open final. We'll see how he fares this year. Should be a really interesting Roland Garros here in about a month. All right. Uh, it's all out today, so let's yeah. go to the Palm Reader playbook for tonight. I was going to take Bieber uh, at home with the Guardians today against Dallas Keuchel. Uh, at a pretty cheap price. That game's rained out, so I'll probably be on that again tomorrow if it's the same pitching matchup. I'm going to keep going with Tyler Magill. I mean, he's been maybe the best pitcher in baseball through his first two starts. He gets the Giants, who've been blamed very well. You know, things. the more things change, the more they stay the same. I know. Giants win 107 games. Dodgers win 106. They have the best two record in baseball, the two of them seven and two, after the first 10 days of the season coming into this. Yeah, but don't you think, and I'm on the Dodgers mm-hmm. to win the World Series, but don't you think the Giants have looked Superior to the Dodgers Fabulous. by a large by a large margin. Fabulous. They they were dominant against Cleveland this weekend. They were. Yeah. They were and against good pitching. Yes, absolutely. That's the thing. They they put together crooked run innings against good pitching. Maygill tonight uh against the Giants. Alex Cobb, one start. He went five innings. Uh I'm gonna take Maygill. Still hasn't given up an earned run. His whip so far, 0.58. Mets get a little momentum off that series against the punchless. Diamondbacks. I'm going to lay it with Manaya. I couldn't find anybody else to hook him up with. I'll lay the dollar seventy tonight. I got on uh, against uh, Lodolo and the Reds. Although I'm not opposed to that first five uh, under four uh, that Jeff Erickson just mentioned to us. And then Canucks have won five in a row. Stars clinging. You know, they're six back of the wild card. Stars clinging to the first wild card spot. Should be a great game in Vancouver tonight. Amal Ottinger back in net. Um, they let Wedgwood have his little run there. Ottinger back in net. Against that, your Demko. I'll go f- first period under one and a half plus 105. Game total is five and a half under is even money. Yeah, you know, let's stay on this theme here for a second. Okay. You talk about this first period. You do a prolific job on the end game, on oh. the hockey, when a goal is scored initially. So for people that are unfamiliar, generally speaking in hockey, and we didn't have a lot of twos this year throughout the course of the season for the period bet in the first. Um, if there's a goal scored, let's say in the first two or three minutes, the line will shift to two and a half on a total. You'll take an under two and a half. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I don't have a lot of plays generally. 90% of the plays I make are in game. And I think to me, there's such an advantage. You and I talked about this. You took the Hawks on Friday night plus 
seven and a half, eight, eight and a half. half. Mm-hmm. No, you got different numbers there. But what, my point being is you can wait. Now, sometimes there'll be a game where you just don't get an opportunity, right? It never comes to fruition where you can either get off of a play or potentially put yourself in a situation where um, you could take the other side, get a good number. Brooklyn, same thing. We saw that. You could have done that with the Pelicans on Sunday against the uh, Phoenix Suns. Could have gotten a huge number, 16, 17 in-game opportunities there when they were getting smoked. Talk to me a little bit about how you determine in a game if a goal is scored, hey, I'm going to jump on this under two and a half. Or Because to me, if there's an early goal scored yeah. in the Stars Canucks, a two and a half is going to look very good. Yeah, I, I tend to look at how was the goal scored. Was it a lucky goal? Is the team just outplaying a team five on five? Was it a power play goal? Was it a five on three? I'm looking to handicap five on five. You can't predict the penalties and the special teams unless one team is especially boneheaded and keeps going to the box. You know, yesterday in the Minnesota game against mm-hmm. San Jose, there should have been a penalty called against the Sharks that would have made it a five on three. They didn't call it. Um, Sharks go the other way and get a shorty. And, and it was crucial to call. The one thing that I get frustrated with in hockey is in terms of how the games are officiated. But it, it, what surprised me at times is the lack of ability, it seems like, from teams being efficient on the power play. I got burned yesterday. Speaking of this, I played the Blues first period uh, under two. It was a two with Nashville. Oh, it was. It was a two, and it looked pretty good. And then Nashville takes a penalty with like two and a half minutes to go, and the Blues score six seconds into the power play. I pushed. Yeah. Second period came back two and a half, 190. I don't want to lay 190. Sure. I said, let me wait. Blues scored two quick goals, and now I got plus under three and a half, plus 155. Yeah. I said, let's take a shot here. Yeah. <laughs> they scored seven in the second, the Blues. It was gone quickly. I, I did get a little run of five minutes where they didn't score, but it, <laughs> but then it, the floodgate opened. It was eight to one after the second period. I, I've never seen anything like this. Speaking uh, of which, I'm watching the uh, Wild game yesterday, <laughs> and the commentator, uh, look, I get the broadcasters have to be cautious in terms of what mm-hmm. they say. He goes, well, you know, looks like St. Louis is going to get two points. Looks like they're going to get two points. They got a six-goal lead with 10 minutes to go, buddy. At what point in time do you think you're going to call this one? I want to talk about the playoff races. Florida's won nine straight. Colorado's won nine straight. St. Louis has won nine straight. Vancouver's won five straight. Some really hot teams here heading into the playoffs. The Panthers continue to sizzle. They take care of business in Detroit yesterday. Scoreless after the first period. They put up five in the four in the second. Four in the second period. It it wasn't a contest. You know, It was funny. Um, I was hanging out with a friend of mine last night who's from Toronto. And obviously a Maple Leafs fan trying to rejoice going back to 2003, the last time they won a playoff series, I think it was. Is this team legitimate? Is, are the Panthers legitimate? I said, I don't believe in either of these teams until I see it in the playoffs. You can have the talent that the Maple Leafs have. You can have the talent. By the way, the one thing you got to give the Panthers credit, this team is relentless. Offensively, I think they have nine guys that have scored more than 15 goals they just keep keep coming at you. I watched the first two periods of their games. We went to noon mass yesterday. I mean, every time I looked up, they had a three-on-two or a two-on-one against the Red Wings. Yeah, they are so good. I was watching their game. Uh, Who did they play Friday? I think it was. They were down 4-2. Uh, they come right back. They, they just keep attacking you. Uh, their transition game is second to none. But are they going to come out of the – are they going to come out of there? Uh, I don't know because it's – I still say – if they're going to score four or five a game, yeah. But, I mean, in the playoffs, it's a much different game. We know that. Let's talk about money line parlays, them all, because I said this the other day, and you said, whoa, 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 don't put Toronto in there, and Buffalo beat them yeah. as a $3. Here's your money line parlay for tonight. Flames minus 280 at Blackhawks. Avalanche minus $2 at home against the Caps. Hurricanes minus 350 in the desert against Phoenix. And VGK minus 310 at home against the Devils. You want to put that four-teamer together? Yeah, I, I actually thought, you know, Colorado, I think, was 190 or 95 in yep. the overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a fairly cheap price. I was shocked to see them being less than two at home. I think the Flames will be in good shape there. Um, Hurricanes bounce back because Hurricanes got, gave up too many goals against Colorado. They gave up seven goals. I think Brendan Moore's team bounces back here, and I tend to agree with you on VGK. What's the price if you take all four of those games? Do you know? I'd have to put it together for you, Maul. Uh, slightly better than even money. Um, VGK is a must win tonight. They, if they don't get two points tonight, I think you can slam the door on their season. But by the way, Dawes and net tonight for New Jersey. I, I don't like this devil's team. You know, they play hard. I'll give them that, but they just don't defend. All right. I want to ask you a couple baseball games before we get out of here that we haven't talked about yet. Braves at Dodgers tonight. Uh, why Noah for the Braves? He was bad in his first start. Only went three innings. Kershaw. We know 80 pitches, seven perfect innings. Do you fade Kershaw on the bounce back off that strong effort? Dodgers, a huge favorite tonight. Minus 210, total is eight. 
Well, let's state the obvious. He can't pitch any better. Mm -hmm. I mean, he can only... We can go eight innings. 220 now. Up to 220. Run line, minus 105. uh, uh, Run and a half, minus 105. You know, I think it's a little bit of a high price on L.A. here. Um, I think the Braves at plus 180 would probably be a little bit more of a look simply because of the pricing here. This is a bit of an overreaction to what C.K. did in that uh, performance in Minneapolis. Uh, But I, I would lay off of this game. You know, LA's off to a seven and two start, but for some reason, Mike, along the way, it hasn't been an impressive seven and two. I'm not taking anything away from the performance, but the Reds, you know, as Jeff pointed out earlier when we had him on, they're just not a good team. One other game here: Angels at Astros. Angels six and four, Astros five and five. Michael Lorenzen one and zero coming in for the A's. Luis Garcia, uh, who got a no decision in his first start. Astros a dollar fifty here. Something's wrong with this team. They're not hitting the ball, though. Your boy Matt Brash had him no hit for five innings yesterday. <laughs> he really did. It was <laughs> pathetic. Um, tell you what, they've lost three out of four. I, I just don't like the way this Houston team is playing. You alluded to it. Off to a slow start. Angels hitting the baseball well. They did a great job in Arlington this weekend. They did, and they lead them going into this series. Thanks for tuning in today. Stay tuned to Visa. And up next, it's Betting Across America. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.